Boop, 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 skidoo. Skat, skat, skat. Watching Wild Black. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the uh, second installment of uh, season two mm-hmm. of uh, Watching Wild Black. We are here. We are ready. And uh, we are willing to inform you all on some realness yeah. uh, and some blackness and some TV-ness. And, uh, of course, that should be the, the tagline right there. Some I'm realness, here. some blackness, some TVness. I'm here. That should be it. You know, I don't provide much. <laughs> but. What do you mean? I don't provide much. You're half of the show. I am <laughs> half of the show. Okay. But I am, I am the glass half empty. You are the glass half full. I have no idea what that means, but I will take this. I'm the empty part of the same <laughs> glass. <laughs> So we're just like, so you said we're sitting in one glass and you're the top part, you're the air. I'm the air. <laughs> okay. I'm the air. That's all I am. My name's LeRae and uh, I'm here, of course, with my lovely co-host, Indira. What's happening? Nothing. <laughs> I'm sorry. Don't. That's fine. Okay. Don't Nothing much. Well, uh, last last time we were together, mm-hmm. uh, we had a chance to discuss the, the Grammys, which uh, was very informative. I learned a lot about Cardi B. <laughs> yeah. I'm so mad that that's my job. I'm like the Cardi B historian. There's now. nothing wrong with that. I, I mean, know it's not, but what's fun is in 10 years, that will be a legit job. Like someone's job will be to know everything about Cardi B. Just like it has to be someone's job to know everything about, like, say, like Beyonce. And I'm not saying they're the same artist. I'm saying there's going to be like a historian that will be like, hey, I need to be able to describe the 2000 teens to someone. Mm -hmm. Now I must learn everything I can about the rise, maybe fall? I don't know of Cardi B. I'm not saying there is a fall, but she won't be the same artist in 10 years as she is now. Like, no one is. I think she's going to reach ultimate auntie status. I think she definitely will. I think that she will abruptly leave music in 10 years, um, change her name, and become a social studies teacher. Because that is a dream she actually That is a has. very specific... If you follow her on Instagram, it's not that specific. <laughs> she really loves social studies. She was in AP social studies. Like, her AP social studies teacher defends her on the internet sometimes. Like, y'all gonna stop telling me my student is stupid. Cardi B was in AP social studies. I think we just have a Cardi B segment where you just give us great... Little nuggets. I can information. We can have a segment where I just give out really useless information. Be, we, should, <laughs> we should have no it, it's it's not useless. Let's just It's have, useful to someone. That's what we'll call it. Useful to it's someone. It's useful to me because that's something I didn't know about Cardi B. And mm-hmm. I like Cardi B. So she's, I think she's an interesting like if nothing else, she is a very polarizing, interesting person. I agree. Like I people that's what I'm saying. She's she's like clowns. It's like the way that people feel about clowns. Like they either completely hate clowns or they really like clowns. Like there's no in between about clowns. So Cardi B. Well, I guess you'd be indifferent. People are probably indifferent to Cardi B, but I don't particularly care for clowns. So, but see, but there are people I know who I don't, don't like particularly them. care for Cardi B. Mm. I'm not, see, now it sounds like I'm calling her a clown. And, eh, no, I, I, let's, say, <laughs> let's say like this. She's she's up there with like Howard Stern. The Yankees <laughs> and clowns. People, either you love the Yankees or you hate them. Either that's you really, love Howard Stern or you hate them. That's em. really how I feel. That's how I feel. It's Cardi. I enjoy her music. The only, I can't even think of an, an, a, a caveat. I was about to say something. I can't even think of what it is. I like her. I like Nicki Minaj. I like her. I think they're both cool. I think it's fun that we have enough female rappers to fight. Because we didn't for a long time. Well, y'all Y'all throwing them things now. I'm just saying. Say that much. 
And I don't care what anybody says, them fighting has been great because it's so much easier to find other female artists because you niggas are just like, well, I don't like either of them. I like this person. It's like, oh, let me listen to this person because now you people are throwing out names. Well, we're just trying to help. I know, but that's that's good because nobody was doing that. Nobody was putting on for a lot of these other female rappers yeah. until Cardi B and Nicki Minaj started fighting. Yeah. It's like, oh, I don't like either of you. Arms crossed. <laughs> well, it's just time for us to get Ill Camille out there. That's yeah. true. But I really like No Name. She's on tour oh, with, yeah. um, with Anderson Anderson Pack. got packed, and so, I'm going broke. But no. And Thundercat. I know, but what's up? Okay, you have to really read the flyer. No Name is not coming here. She's not coming. When they come to Cleveland, I think it's Earl Sweatshirt that's coming. I'm so sorry. But if you go to, what's the city she's going to? I know Chicago, duh. There's some other ones. You got to look. Because if you look on the flyer, it has like a heart next to her name. So you got to look for the cities that have hearts. And that's what she'll be at. I am so sorry. I feel like <laughs> I feel like I stressed you out a lot. I got Thunder. Is Thundercat still coming? I don't remember which. Which city Thundercat's going to be at? You got to look. That's why I'm trying to tell people ahead of time, hey, you can still have a great time. <laughs> I thought this dude had like the greatest concert lineup in recent memory. Here's That's the thing. what I thought it was. Same. That's what I thought. But then I had to put my fine print spectacles on and I had to be like, no, all these people aren't going to be These are the thing. only pair of glasses I have. I don't... <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry you don't have your fine print spectacles I on. I don't own a pair. I'm so sorry. It's fine. You know what? You know what? Whatever. We digress. We ended last episode mm-hmm. talking briefly about the Oscars that was at that time upcoming. Yes. So the Oscars have happened now. They have happened. Yes, um, have. I know you have feels. I do. Yeah. I have a lot of them actually. Um, what I would like to start with, because are we just going to talk about the Oscars and then do our first thing? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so this episode, it's not necessarily going to be shorter, but it's just going to have less moving parts. We're kind of just gonna, you know, do. Oscar talk and then just talk about the people we feel like deserve more recognition. And one of my people <laughs> got some recognition, so ah, it's amazing. Congratulations. Thank you. I, I'll I'll tell her that you also said I, I can confirm that you know, <laughs> this individual that she will be speaking on uh, was somebody that she had mentioned much prior to the yeah. Oscars happening. So yeah. uh, I can confirm that. <laughs> um, Thank you. I appreciate that. Oh, it's no problem. But no, I feel like the biggest thing with the Oscars, the first thing I want to say is um, the Oscars made it very clear very early in the night that Black Panther was not going to win Best Movie. I feel like they were slapping across our faces like, hey, didn't you see us give Black Panther the award for Best Costume Design? Hey, didn't you see us give Black Panther the award for like, you know, Best Production? Didn't you see when awards and categories black people have never won in? Mm. Didn't you see Spike Lee won something? He won something. Or or what about Mahershala? We gave him two Oscars, guys. In a row. Two. Man. So when I saw all of that happen, I was like, Green Book is winning. For sure. <laughs> and that was... There was too much black stuff happening. It felt like a distraction. Not even a distraction. It felt like it was trying to soften the blow for Green Book like reverse driving Miss Daisy inevitably winning. And that makes sense. Well, my okay, so okay. did Green Book even win anything else? I do not think so, no. Oh, and then I also saw that Spider Man it, 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 it won. Spider-Man. Yeah. So of course. that was just that was I, but here's the thing. I don't think I don't think that, that was like 
Oh, hey guys, don't you see this over here? I don't think that any other cartoon that came out, because even The Incredibles 2, people didn't care about as much as Spider-Man. I still haven't finished The Incredibles 2. That's what I'm saying. If it was that good, you would have finished it. It's a long movie. I watched Jack-Jack fight the raccoon. Okay. And then, uh... My son uh, saw it. I didn't see it. He saw it at camp. Like, his camp. They took care of all the kids. Yeah. So, yeah. The last girl got her bike. And then Mm -hmm. I was just looking. I'm like, there's an hour left in this movie. I've been watching this movie for an hour. I'm tired. (laughs) Never picked it back up. Uh, Hashtag wash quotes. Yep. I mean, that's fine. That could even be a thing. I'm fine with it. Just gotta make a running list of all the wash quotes that we say. Because we're old now. Even if we're not old, quote, unquote. I, I feel my body has decided this is who I'm going to be probably for the rest of my life. My body said this is who you are, whether you like it or not. Yeah, it just feels like it's just what being watched this takes this hold on you, and it's just like, mm-hmm. no, I'm not leaving. You can't do anything past nine o'clock. You can't fight it. Yeah, or gonna creak, even though you're not mm-hmm. even that old for you needs to be creaking. Yeah. And then, I don't know if you've noticed this about my family, we gray very fast. Like, my brother is almost completely gray. And he's only... It looks looks good on him. It does. And it's going to look good on me, I guess, because, like, this whole section in front of my head is already pretty gray. And that's fine. It is. I told you, I want this to be completely gray. I mean... My little little piece for us goatee. I mean, you could still do it. I'm trying. You could dye it gray. I don't want to do that. I don't want to You could get, um... What's that hair wax? So it's like not dye, so you can just like wash it. It's just like wax you put on your hair. You can try out the look. Try it before you buy it. I'd rather buy it and regret it. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry. <laughs> but no, I think that it's really cool because another, like I'm not mad that those people won awards. I just feel like it, it was very clear to me that Black Panther wasn't going to win. Number one, Black Panther isn't that great of a movie. Like, at least to me. Like, it was a really good movie. I think it just looked... I think Black Panther was very entertaining. I'm not going to sit here and bash it. No, I'm not bashing it and say, like, it's not a good movie and that, like, it didn't have a good plot. Like, it was, like, the the movies that have won Oscars, like, aren't very similar to Black Panther. Like, Black Panther is, like, a regular Marvel superhero movie. It looked way nicer than a lot of the other ones because the people that do the production and the person that did the costume, they had to make visuals and clothes for an imaginary futuristic country that had not been colonized like they had to just like okay well let's look at all the african stuff we can and let's make it look like futuristic and cool and like white people haven't touched it how do we do that so no they deserve those awards i'm not saying those are gimmies i'm saying like i feel like when i had heard that that was when it kind of said in me like i don't think black panther's gonna win all these awards and best picture um, I thought maybe Roma was going to win. I didn't watch that movie. I know it's about like the indigenous Mexican lady. Yeah, I've I heard, didn't watch it. I've heard about it. A couple I thought that maybe that me. one could have won, but you I know. Didn't catch it there. A lot of people, like, I think the Oscars don't even really like giving people that are that new Oscars right away. What else did I like or not like? Spike Lee jumping into Samuel Jackson's arms. It's so tender and nice. It was, but he definitely shouldn't have done that because Samuel Jackson is just as old as him. Look. <laughs> What if the bees gave? When the spirit moves you. But what if the bees gave? I mean, if they, hey, they got. You know what I learned about Spike Lee that I didn't know? Like, very related to the Oscars because it happened at the Oscars. Apparently, when Do the Right Thing came out, it was not up for Best Picture that year. It was not. And then, um, a thing that happened at the Oscars was some lady who was in Batman, I don't remember, but it was a white actress. She basically, I learned this, what is that podcast? It's called, like, Still Processing. But basically, she Kanye Wested the athlete. 
She was like, she announced all the people that were up for awards. And then she's like, oh, the movie that's missing is Do the Right Thing. And then she got banned from the Oscars. Why people don't play, man? I was like, that is so crazy. That like her just saying that made her get banned. And it's like, but good for her because Do the Right Thing is one of my favorite movies literally ever. Like, like when me and my boyfriend first got together, I remember he told me he hadn't saw it. And I was so upset. And then, like, I didn't even watch the whole movie with him. I showed him, you know that part of Do the Right Thing where they just all cuss each other out? Yeah. I showed him that part. He's like, I have to watch this movie. Whatever goes with this looks amazing. I caught it when I was, like, 12 by myself mm-hmm. with no warning whatsoever. That's such a strange movie to catch at that age, yeah. But yeah. No, I get it. It's, like, it's good and it's funny when you're a kid, but it's like, wait, why is everybody so angry? What is going on? Yeah. Is this what happens every day? <laughs> like, like, like I haven't seen any of this. What's going on? Yeah. And then but my no. eyes were open. I even made um. This is like a a nerdy tech thing. So spoiler, I'm a nerdy tech person. <laughs> when I made my first portfolio, because like before I had like my first tech job, I had to make a portfolio of like tech stuff I had made and stuff. Uh-huh. Um, the background of my website. So like when you go onto the site, you see my name. You see like you know like my little. Like title, I was calling myself like junior programmer or something. And the background of my first profile or portfolio was, um, you know that that scene and do the right thing where after they step on like the guy's shoes, and like the white man tells them that he's like from Brooklyn or something like that. Yes. And then they just kind of like all throw their hands up, like ah. Mm. I took that exact moment and found a gif of it, and that was just the background of my portfolio. Like that was the first thing you saw. <laughs> When you saw my purple, yeah. like, ah, why won't you hire me? Yeah, you're your brother's sister, man. I'm talking I know. <laughs> like, this is the thing. Like, me and him are, people will never understand. Me and Minjas are actually twins. Like, me and my brother are actually they twins. They really are. It's like, he's seven years older than me, which means nothing. Like, we're grown now, so it literally doesn't mean anything. No. It hasn't meant anything that he's that much older than me since I was maybe like 18. Like, I've gone to parties with Mendes and clubs with Mendes. People are like, you go to parties with your brother? He's, like, so much older than you. He's, like, okay with this. Like, Mendes knows I'm boring because he knows I'm him. Mendes. He doesn't care about me being there. He doesn't care about me having fun. Your brother is one of the coolest people I've ever met in my entire life. He is. All right? There's not one thing. He, his shirts. <laughs> all right? His shoes. Everything about him to me. All right. This is how I've always viewed him. Everything about him to me. We're going to get a Mendes and Oscar for best supporting brother. He needs me. All right. Best supporting brother. Best goes. supporting brother. Uh, now, remember, he was he was the Dream Team MVP one year. That's what okay. Saying. All right. Then. We can talk about that another day. You no, can tell. They, they're not ready. You, they're not, they're okay, not ready. You're right. But there's, some, there's something about Mendes to me that just... It just it just piques your interest. Like you have a question to ask him every time. You, you should see have him come him. on the show. I think I will. We should do that when I we start doing guests and yeah, when we start doing this. We should do. But yeah, but no. Besides that, I feel like the Oscars were. I don't. Here's the thing. I do not watch the Oscars. I never want to give anyone the impression that I will sit for hours and watch anything. I don't think I've watched a whole award show since maybe the BET Awards, and I was like ten, and it was exciting. <laughs> to watch something like the BET Awards. And even then, there were probably many times I got up, did something else, forgot I was watching it. Like, that probably happened a bunch of times. Yeah, man, three hours, man. Man, I can't even say that because I watch sports. Here's yeah, the thing. So I can binge. See, like, hours. sports doesn't feel the same. Like, I can watch sports for hours. I can binge watch eight seasons of a TV show in a day. But watching an award show, I can't do it. Mm. I'm just like, Instagram, 
will tell me what I need to know when I need to know. We need stuff. They know now. all I need to know. Did, did Spike Lee win anything? Did Black Panther win? That's all I need to know. Mahershala, it's it's fine he won Best Supporting Actor. I'm a little confused because... The circumstances of how he won. Not even the circumstances. Year. I just feel like... How does he what, feel? I mean, how I does don't... He react? I don't imagine he feels like amazing about it. I think that he's like, well, to be fair, I got this award for being a good actor. Like, So it's not like he got this award for like, you know, oh... Just, yeah, he didn't really pander. It's like he did a good job at playing the actor, playing the character he was supposed to play. Whether or not this movie was like, you know, oh, maybe some white people aren't so bad after all, guys. Gosh darn Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Put your, put your fist on your, on your hips like, <laughs> hmm. That's uh, exactly what I'm racism. saying. Racism. It's like, I don't think racism is good. And just everyone, thousands of people stand and applaud. <laughs> And you're right. That's all you have to do. You don't have to do anything else. It's not. Good job for letting us know. Jesus and Mary have a really funny skit. I don't know. Did you see the skit? Oh, already? you know, I watched it. Of course you did. I was oh, making sure. But, my boys. But no, it was it was amazing. I I enjoyed it very much. Can you Emmy for that? I mean, I hope that they do win an Emmy. I think they deserve one. There are lots. Of, like we can even talk about shows that deserve Emmys. And like another day, especially when Emmys come up, I don't know when Emmys come up. They got bread now. I'm just excited they about that. They do though. Like the set looks amazing. I found their their Instagram where they just show what shoes they wear every episode. Yeah. Man, they are Gary are getting shoes before releases now. They have they have. Arrived. They're here. These are people. They start. Did you? Because you know, I think they started with podcasts. That was the first thing they did. Yeah. They had the Bodega Boys the Bodega podcast. Bodega Boys podcast. And then they still they had do the it. show. Yeah, they do still do. I forgot. Mm-hmm. I think they started out as writers. Well, I know Meryl, he was a teacher at first. Yeah, he mentioned it. That's his, how all funny episode. people start out is being is working with kids. Like if you like if you listen to so many comedians, so many of them are were teachers and they have like jokes about dumb kids that they taught and stuff like that. I bet a bunch of them weren't even teachers. Like I think that's just like a comedian trope where you just have to be like <laughs> like you just had to pretend that you were a teacher. Like you dated some girl that was a teacher. She told you a story about some little goofy kid, yeah. <laughs> and now just everybody has to have this goofy kid story. So if I ever become a comedian, I have material. Yeah, I'm around goofy children. Oh, all you tell me a few stories about some kids, and I laugh. You want me to tell you my favorite story? Yeah. Because like this can be vaguely related to the Oscars because when the film adaptation of my life comes out, which it will. Yeah. Um. This is a story I would like to be in there. So when I still taught elementary school, I taught math and science. But they tricked me into teaching English and social studies somehow. I don't know how. But um, during, I think it was English class, we had to teach the kids um, Lift Every Voice and Sing. Is, it, is that the Negro National Anthem, right? Lift Every Voice and Sing? So we had to teach them Lift Every Voice and Sing. Um, and it was like during English class, they had to practice because it wasn't even for like a, a play or anything. They just had to know it because this is the school I was at. They wanted to know it, which was fine. It sounds good. The school was trash. I might talk about it later. But anyway, <laughs> anyway, um, if you were Jehovah Witness, you didn't have to sing the song because, you know, it's a, technically it's a it's a hymn. So if you were Jehovah Witness, you could like leave the room, go do something else. And then you could come back when we were done singing the song because it's your choice to sing it. Because it's like, does it match with your spiritual beliefs or whatever? And ain't nobody want their mama come down to the school saying, why is my baby singing hymns at school? That's not what we do. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I guess they didn't want that, right? And then, like, we had one kid 
who, you know, just a regular run-of-the-mill fucking ass kid. Gets in the fights. He was shorter than all the other kids, so of course he's mad all the time. Mm-hmm. He's angry. People are hitting their girls first. He ain't hit his yet. You know, you remember these people. And then he came up to me and he said, oh, why they get to leave? Why don't they don't have to learn the song? Oh, because they have like a, a reason. I, didn't even, I don't even think I explained it to him. Like, oh, they have a reason that they can't sing and their parents don't want them to. So they're going somewhere else to like read a book for five minutes. It's like, well, I, I think I have a reason, I think. And then like, I think he must have overheard the teachers talking with everybody like, oh, these kids, they got to go to a different room and stuff like that. And I think that he heard someone say Jehovah Witness and he, he tried to say it. I don't remember what he tried to say, right? But I was like, um, he said something and I corrected him. And then I asked him, are you trying to say you're a Jehovah Witness? And he was like, no, nah, I'm, I'm a Gemini. I don't know what you're talking about. And I was like, oh my God. I was just like, this is amazing. Like, I don't know. I was so mad because was, I couldn't laugh in his face because I couldn't let him know he was funny. Because I just like kids smell fear. They smell when you think they're funny and then they try and do other funny stuff. I had to hold the laugh for a straight hour. I had I had to grit my teeth, literally. Like, I probably lost some pointy parts of my teeth, like, trying to hold them together. Like, that's not what it means. You have to learn the song. And then when the kids finally left to go to lunch, I laughed so hard. I texted so many people. I, I I really would like to use this. That's what I'm saying. It's the best story I have I, from probably the trashiest career choice I've ever made. Being a teacher wasn't bad. It's just I hated the people I worked with. Yeah, that's usually like that, that's usually like the kids were fine. It's like I like of course the kids are goofy like that, but it's like I can deal with that. Yeah, now I volunteer they're doing with what kids. We doing they're doing what we expect them. Yeah, like kids yeah. are goofy. This but is grown ass. Yeah, I don't right. have no time to be dealing with grown people. Yeah, like. So, that's saying. I'm definitely about to use the fact that I'm a cancer to get out so much stuff <laughs> from now on. I was just mad that he thought that Jehovah Witness was a Zodiac sign. Because, like I said, I don't remember what he said. But, no, he legit thought, like, no, you must be talking about Capricorn or some shit. You must be talking about that part of Zodiac that I don't know. That's too far down in the year. Like, I'm you know. a child, so I don't know all of the Zodiac. Jehovah's you know? Witness, what's that, November? <laughs> what's that? Nah, man. That sounds like some cold weather stuff. Well, also made me very upset as I too am a Gemini, so I was ashamed. I was just... just, So it was just like a mix of so many feelings I had. And I was just like... But no, there was... He's my hero. All right. I mean, I hope he's doing fine. (laughs) He is. He's a Gemini. Come on. That actually means the complete opposite. He's probably... He's fine. Nobody likes Gemini's. We don't have good press right now. Like, you know the president and vice president are both Gemini's. That's their business. <laughs> you right. <laughs> <laughs> you, that's what I'm going to start saying when people bring that up to me. People love telling me the crazy people is Gemini's. Oh, Kanye West is a Gemini, so. That's his business. That ain't got nothing to do with me. Nothing to do with me. Nothing to do with me. Prince was a Gemini. I can say that. I know Prince has stuff, but not as much as the average Gemini famous person. So. <laughs> I'm just saying. Well, shout out to that kid. Yeah. Gemini's finest. Yeah. Well, as far as <laughs> the Oscars well, go. How do you feel about the Oscars, Lorraine? Um, well, yeah, I guess you could do, yeah, you just got to say how you well, feel I mean, about it. <laughs> I really feel, I really, you know, looking at Spike Lee, watching Spike Lee win that Oscar, you know, 
like you said, a little bittersweet because he was long, long overdue. But I feel like he knew that he got one. Yeah. yeah, I feel like because remember what he wore? Did you see his outfit? Yeah, he, like, he like had the gold shoes, and then like he had the love hate rings from Do the Right Thing. Yeah. So I feel like he knew deep down this is for Do the Right Thing because that was the best movie I ever yeah. made. Because Black Klansman wasn't bad. Don't get me wrong. But it it's just not, like, but compared to, but compared to like something that clearly should have been gotten Oscar a long time ago, it's not as good as Do the Right Thing. Yeah. No movie about race has ever been as good as Do the Right Thing. This was pretty much the Oscars just saying sorry to all. Yeah, it was really. I really felt like that's kind of what it was, and it's like. But to be fair, a lot of people don't win Oscars for their best movies. Like Leonardo DiCaprio, Leonardo DiCaprio. he won that movie for what being an Eskimo or something. He was by himself <laughs> fighting bear. And it's like he had so he was many mystical. good. This was like, <laughs> he was mystical for a whole movie. That's all he was. Help the bear! <laughs> I've been saying it for like all this week. I'm so angry. I really have, and I forgot all about it. And I saw the gifts come up, and I'm like, "What are people talking about with this bear?" Speaking of mystical, uh, Chap Karaoke is coming back. Yeah, March mm-hmm. 28th, something like that. It was the 28th. Uh, I mean, you should sign up and you should. I, you I should, should. You should do danger. <laughs> I will pass out on the stage. They might bring this because sometimes they bring famous people when they come. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Soldier oh, yeah. Boy, Soldier Boy came for like one of the ones they had. I forget what city they were singing a Drake song. Yeah, they were singing the song that that Soldier Boy said that Drake stole from him. They were singing. They were singing that. And then he came out. <laughs> nah, I was nah, like, Nah, I got this. I got this. this. Is amazing. Yeah. Chap karaoke is such a good idea. They deserve a Grammy. I don't know. <laughs> and then, like, the movie about them getting a Grammy should get an Oscar. <laughs> That's. <laughs> <laughs> We'd never be able to afford another Trap karaoke again. We wouldn't. We Mm-mm. definitely wouldn't. Mm-mm. Well, I mean, <laughs> I, I, I will say this about the Oscars. Okay. Um, them starting it off with Regina getting hers. That's not reason. Dog. Yeah, that's not reason I didn't even say it yet because I was like, you know what? I got a lot to say about that. I know you do. I know I'm saving you do. the heat for for later. No, bring it now. No, I'm gonna do it when we do the when we talk about the people. Let's do it. Oh, you want to start now? Is yeah. what you're saying? Oh, okay. I, th- I was making sure you had enough. Yeah, I mean, the Oscars was. I mean, it was in a, pot. a lot of black people won stuff. Finally, I mean, I was. That's I like cool. Billy Porter's outfit. Did you of see? Of course, yeah. Yeah, the ball gowns with the. Tuxedo. Yeah, that was pretty dope for real. I ain't gonna lie. I, I wasn't wearing. Cool. I don't think I could pull it off. I mean, if but. you can't, you can't. Like, you don't have to pretend like, like, it's oh. It's like the definition of fierce. It really is. And he's been out for a long time. I think Young Thug was talking shit, talking about, oh, well, I'm the reason that people is wearing dresses now. It's like, this man's right, been out here. Let's, let's just stop. Like, that's what I'm saying. You don't need to take credit for everything. I think he was just like, upset. I think, he was more upset because people didn't go at Billy Porter's neck. like definitely I did. At Thugger. They let def- him tell it. That is a lie. <laughs> I'm just saying. That's just what I heard. You know, that's just, I mean, that's just what I saw. That's I know that's what he said, but it's a lie. Like, I saw enough people that were upset about it. They were just like, this is what's wrong with stuff, blah, blah. We're just like, yeah, yeah, anybody worry about that. No. Like, I, I don't even want to engage stuff like that because it's just like, what are you going to tell a person that feels that way about a man wearing a dress anyway? You're not going to change that person's mind overnight and it's not your job. I ain't got time. I used to think it was my job to tell white people that they were being racist and I cussed out a room full of white people once that I could tell you about on a different day because it's kind of a long story. Okay. But, 
But I used to think that was my job, and I'm like, you know what? I went to school for sociology. I'm going my new my new job is cussing out white people to the day I die. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna do. Can we get paid for that? I mean, sort of. You would have to become like a, a D Ray McKinnon. Is that his name? The guy with the blue vest, D Ray. I just call him. D-Ray? D-Ray. Yeah, I don't know. Well, yeah, D-Ray. You know what I'm talking about. This. And then when or people D-Ray. ask which one, yeah. that's the one with the vest. Yeah, the nigga with the vest. Like, you could be him, but that seems too hard. Probably get a lot of death threats. I don't think I've ever get heard him speak. I've heard him talk. I don't think I've ever heard him talk. I only know him by blue vest. Because of, yeah, the blue vest and Twitter. Yeah. I mean, that's the his presence is Twitter, so but it makes sense. I know it's Twitter. Yeah, that's fine. That's it. not even a bad thing. But so, yeah. Well, we can start. So, we're going to be talking about now people that we feel like haven't gotten as much recognition for not just acting, like for the Oscars, but, you know, also directing. Because these are, the people we're going to talk about have been out for a ridiculously long time. Or, like, have made things that have really, I would say, held up well over the years. So, um, I'm going to be talking about the Regina's trademark. Um, so I'm going to be talking about Regina Hall and Regina King, A, because I mix their names up, not because they look alike, but just because if I'm talking fast, I know I'm just, I'm going to say one of their names and I'm going to maybe be right because they're both great. So whatever. They are. So I just picked both of them. And then what's especially great is Regina Hall just won an Oscar for being the best supporting, the best supporting actress in Beale Street. Regina King did. Yes. Oh, I said, oh, he just ah, did. I did. <laughs> he just That's did. why I just picked both of them. I also like Regina Hall and support the girls. So yes. boom, that's why. <laughs> Up until the end where that is I was, was a little too out of my mind to really figure out what was going on. Well, that's your fault. It, it, it really <laughs> was. It really was. I'm not denying that. But um, I still was entertained. It's okay. It you want to tell the people who you're doing? Been a big fan of the Meteor Man since I've seen it. I really believe that um, he does not get enough recognition as a mm. black superhero. Um, I agree with you. But with that being said, Robert Townsend mm-hmm. has done a lot for black acting. I have I completely agree with you. And he does not have much hardware to show for it. Mm-hmm. Um and uh yeah. Mm-hmm. And um the honorable mention I wanna do you can do one too if you want to, is uh Paula J. Parker because like when I was even thinking about Regina King, I was like, Oh yeah, I think the first time I ever personally saw Regina King wasn't Friday. Yeah. Because like I've been watching Friday since I was basically born. Right. Like I don't I don't even know when Friday came out. It might have came out when I was born to be honest with you. It might have came out in 92. But I don't really remember it. Because you know. But yeah because she played Ice Cube's sister in that movie and then Paula J. Parker for people who aren't too sure who she is or they don't recognize that name played Joy in Friday. So you know you ain't got a lot Craig swing the, the box breaks. And I feel like Besides that very iconic character who wasn't even that big a part of the movie. Because she kind of just came, cussed Craig out, was playing on their phone. Like, she didn't do nothing else. But people remember Joy more than I imagine most people that have ever been in a Friday movie. And she didn't even come back for the other two Fridays. Which would have been great if she did. <laughs> well, well, it would have. But, I get why they did But story-wise, why, I mean, Craig, what is you doing? I, <laughs> I mean, Craig didn't seem like he made good decisions. He did steal those boxes. Like, when you watch the movie, it's a bunch of boxes in his backyard. He did steal them. <laughs> he wasn't smart. I thought Debo stole them. Or maybe Debo stole them. Yeah, I thought Debo stole them. I thought it was great. They both had them, like, the same 
little plaid lumberjack shirt on, pretty much. That's true. He could have done it. Niggas, they think all niggas. Like I need to money. research this now. I rewatched it. On, it's on Netflix. Yeah, I know. I need to research. You know this. that movie is only an hour and a half. Good. What's so weird is like it's such a good movie, and almost everything in it is so quotable. Yeah. So I just thought it was longer. But besides being George, mm-hmm. <laughs> Paula J. Parker, I went on the Googles and onto Wikipedia. Mm-hmm. And I realized that she's literally been acting in in at least one thing, either a TV show or a movie or that reality show that she's on. She's been acting every year since 1992. I think that she was in one thing before Friday or something, like something small. And then like she was amazing. in Friday. But that's what I'm saying, like, I was born in 1992. She's literally been doing things since I have been in this world. <laughs> That's weird that you can use yourself as a barometer for like how much a person's been in. Because then besides Friday, she's been in a bunch of super black stuff. She was on the Wayans Brothers show. Yeah. She was um, for the Proud Family, one of the best black cartoons that's ever happened. That should have gotten way more episodes. Um, she was the mom on on, on that show. And then, like, she just kind of popped up on a bunch of other random black things, like, you know, sort of biggish things, sort of smallish things, just, like, everywhere for almost 30 years. <laughs> and people, like, because when people think about her, I think all they think about is joy, but they don't realize she has been putting in work for a really, really, really long time. Mm. And without her even being somebody like Joy and Friday, we probably wouldn't even have a bunch of the, like, funny ratchet girls that we've gotten in a bunch of these other movies. Like when Tiana Taylor was saying Byron to uh, to Lil Bow Wow in that Tyler Perry movie, oh, you man. think we would have had it without Joy? We would not have had nothing without Joy. I'm not gonna put I'm not gonna put anything past Tyler Perry. I will say that we don't have to do that right. Now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm not trying to talk about Tyler Perry. I'm just saying that like a lot of the like funny, like really ratchet black girls we've gotten from movies, like. They are Joy's sons. Like, that's basically what I'm saying. <laughs> she's the Nicki Minaj. <laughs> <laughs> that's really what it is. She's the Nicki Minaj. No, she's the little Kim of Ratchet Black Girls in movies. Because it's like, people were too scared to do stuff like that back in the day. They didn't want to have no loud girl with long braids and long nails, rolling her neck, cussing people out. Ain't nobody want that back in the day. They had to do that in Friday and then boom, you could just see that person in movies. This is watchable. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. It's crazy that... Um, because, like, you okay, of course we shouldn't be played like that all the time. But we shouldn't just, like, completely ignore, like, that this is a type of person. Do we get to, do we get to like, see somebody that's, like, funny and out there? Like, not even being funny. Like, you could say that Joy is the reason we can even have, like, like somebody like Cardi B pe- like, be popular. Like, she gets to be, like, outrageous and all this other stuff because we decided, like, hey, it's okay to be a person who's like this. Right. And we still respect you as an artist and whatever kind of art you do. You could say that Tiffany Haddish is like, you could say that, oh, she gets to be this funny, loud woman who gets to say all this shit because we had a person like Joy in Friday back in the 90s. Like, somebody had to be the first kind of big person to say, hey, Ratchet Black Girls exist and whatever. Whether you like them or not, because Joy is not a likable character at all. <laughs> She's very annoying. Well, yeah. <laughs> It's, that's and of course, these are all I am reaching out of the this, the crack of my ass to say all of these yeah. things. I can completely acknowledge that I am, but <laughs> but no, I kind of do feel like that. Like she brought that sort to the forefront. People still dress up as Joy for Halloween. Like when people start being natural again, all you would see is box braids and crop tops so they can do poetic justice, which Regina King was in. So I'm still kind of talking about her. Regina King was in Friday. 
Oh yeah, no, she isn't fried. She's, she's, fried. Uh, she's yeah, the little sister. Yeah. Oh, they're both in that. Yeah, that's, that's what I was gonna say. Like that, they, they they pretty much got their big break from yeah. the same movie. Well, to be fair, Regina King has been acting a long time. She was on two two seven. Remember two two seven? Yeah, you're right. So she's been act like that. Might have helped her like sort of like break out of being like a child star. Too. Yeah, because you know it's hard. Because I can't think of too many black child stars that kind of like grew out of being child stars and like grew up into being adult stars. So I can't think of too many. That could even be an episode. I think we should do that. Look good. Get some research on that there. My favorite one that I feel like is still going to be around for a long time is Marseille Martin from um, from Blackish. Yes. She, I want to be her so much. Yeah. Like, what's funny is She's like, unstoppable. Like, what's funny is at my job, uh, people people have noticed that I say hello friend a lot because she does. And I don't think any of those people watch Blackish to know I am literally quoting a child. <laughs> So they'll just like come up to me and say hello friend back and it feels weird hearing it from like a non black person that probably doesn't watch black. It's just mm-hmm. like, Oh, you're saying it back. Um, okay. <laughs> hello friend. Hello friend. But yeah, I I feel like I was her. <laughs> so that's why I'm like, you know what, I needed you when I was a child. It's fine now. I'm still a child, so it's fine. We all are. But that's what I I'm know saying. I am. To be fair, I haven't been watching Blackish as much though. The, the episodes haven't been hitting me like they used to. It's like, yeah, I don't like them as much. Yeah, and then I, Kenny is gone, isn't he? Yeah, I think the whole um, the whole dynamic with them getting going through like potentially going getting ready to get divorced, mm-hmm. uh, and then it didn't happen. It I thought like, it was gonna yeah. happen. Yeah, I did yeah. too. And then it, it didn't happen. I mean, I guess that's a good thing. But um, I think I watched it. I really was just watching this season for the Prince episodes. Hmm, I just I wanted to see that. I understand. Yeah. That's your guys. Yeah, I get it. That's your guy. I miss him. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, so Regina King. So, yeah, Regina honorable King. Honorable mention for. Yeah, for Paul good old Paul. White. Yeah. Or Parker. Parker. Oh, that's funny that her name was Parker and then Miss Parker's in the movie. That's kind of funny. Remember Miss Parker? That's hilarious. I, who's going to say <laughs> Okay. Ain't nobody going to forget. You me. know what? You're right. My bad. I am sorry for you're insulting fine. you. Like no, that. you're fine. It's okay. No, 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 no. But no, even going back to the Regina's, I feel like Regina King and Regina Hall have been some of the funniest black women that have been in movies ever. Like, not even just, like, even like her being like Craig's sister in Friday. Like, Regina King, she's just doing like all this regular stuff. She's just trying to get her hair braided and get her brother to stop trying to fuck her like friends and stuff like that. And like she just, she just, she just. That's what I'm saying. She played a good, such a great little sister. Mm-hmm. It's just like not doing nothing but cock blocking and trying to be cute. Cause same, I can relate. <laughs> I too am a little sister. But, <laughs> but no. But then like, because I know she got like you know her award for like acting like like more of like a serious movie, Bill Street, which I still really need to watch. And I'm probably just gonna wait till it's on Amazon so I can watch it at the house. Because I don't want to cry in front of people. Because people keep telling me it's sad. And I think that's what's stopping me from going to see it. And at this point, it's late. So I just got to wait for it to be on Amazon for like a couple months. All right. So I'll just watch it then. That's how I watch Moonlight. Watch that. <laughs> I watched it on, on Amazon. I watched I did too. I like it because it tells you the actors that are on the screen at the time. Yeah. It's like, that's kind of cool. Because yeah. I was wondering that. But like, say like Regina King, she's been Huey and Riley. From the Boondocks, probably one of the best cartoons ever. Like it's like it passes the Proud Family only because how like 
societally scathing that show was. It's just like, we're going to talk about everything. You know that nigga R. Kelly? We're going to talk about him the second episode. Yeah. You know, like, they kind of try to talk about Instagram girls when they, like, was a little older. Like, when they was clearly about to hear this. Like, y'all aren't as good as talking about Instagram girls because y'all, whatever. Y'all are good at talking about big stuff. Like, you know, like, the president or, like, white people. Or just, like, stuff that will never stop being stuff, basically. So, yeah, she voiced both of them. Do you know how fun it is to watch videos of her doing both the voices? You know when they would argue a bunch of times, she would just, like, do the scene? She would just, like... All in one run. Yeah. She would just argue back and forth in the two different voices. And I'm like... That's talent. She should have got whatever award you get for the Boondock. That is talent. Regina King. Yeah. Um, and then she's in basically every big black movie that's yeah, ever come out. she got to whoop Laz Alonzo with a belt. In a bathroom. That's what I'm saying. Like, she's done some real black stuff. And then, like, a lot of people don't even realize, like, memes that they be using. A lot of times, Regina King and the memes. It's like, you know, like, when she's rolling her eyes and that, like, dude from Poetic Justice is, like, kissing on her neck and stuff. I remember seeing that as a meme before. Y'all kids don't even know y'all meme history. (laughs) Don't even know who the people in these memes are. And, like, she was in that movie. Like, um, she's been in, like, other serious things. Like, what was that show, American Crime? Like, she's been in that. So she has, like, a ridiculous amount of acting range. She's gone from being, like, Huey and Riley in the Boondocks to, like, winning an Oscar for being in in If Bill Street Could Talk. Like, a very emotionally draining movie, probably, (laughs) that I imagine takes a lot out of you to act in. Like, because it's not, like, tapping into the same kind of emotions that you have to tap into to be, like, the little sister from Friday. Or, like, the little girl from 227. Or, you know, the love interest to Chris Rock in that movie where he was the president. Head of State? Yes. She was the love interest in Head of State, I think. Tamla Jones. Who was it? Tamla Jones. She was the love interest. No. It was Down to Earth. Yes. She was the love interest in Down to yes. Earth. I was mixing up my Chris Rock movie. She was the love interest in Down to Earth. She was the one that fell in love with that white man. Oh, yeah, all about Down to Earth. I was just thinking about it the other day. Like, literally... Two days ago, I was like, man, I because I was thinking about like us recording the podcast. I'm like, what's Regina King been in that I can like remember? Like without just having to break my neck, you know? And it's like, wait, she wasn't down to earth. I haven't watched that movie in a long time. She's been in a bunch of other stuff. And then like she's also directed. She directed um the ghosted episode of Insecure, yeah. which is arguably one of the best episodes of the show. Cause it's the first time we ever got to see like Issa's thought process, like, you know. Like, really to understand, yeah, like, understand, like, oh, this is what it's like to be Issa Rae for a day, like, or at least, or Issa D, that's her name on the show. I know, I found it out the other day, not the other day, I found it out a while ago, and I was like, I don't even know they say her last name on the show, but whatever. But, like, because I know there's also like writing and stuff like that, but being able to execute that episode, I feel like that's one of the best ones because a lot of people didn't like the last season of Insecure, which we kind of talked about because it's basically they wire season two. But I feel like the reason that it's like that and why it's so cool that Regina King was a part of it was like, this is the first time that we get to see for ourselves what it's like to be in this friend group. Because every other thing is just like, oh, they're going to tell us a story about something that happened a long time ago that we can't see, like about them being in college or all this other stuff. And now we're actually like 
meeting people like, oh, we met Lawrence's dad. We know Issa's parents are divorced. We know that Issa's been doing this rap stuff since high school. Right. We know that Issa is actually a very insecure person. Like, like Ghosted is the perfect episode that matches the title of the show. It's like, you're worried about this man that you have no business being worried about. But it has nothing to do with him. It has everything to do with you. And you have to be like, I feel like really involved in directing an episode like that, where it's like, no, we have to make sure that people understand that you hate yourself right now (laughs) and that you like cannot escape your own thoughts and you're just going to keep stalking this man and going crazy thinking about him, even though you don't even know if he thinks about you. You don't even know if like, you don't even know if he remembers your name. You know what I just thought about? You can do six degrees of separation with insecure and both Virginias. You, it's not even six. It's a degree. Remember? But you can't. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's not even a whole degree. They're both on insecure. So, <laughs> I still don't understand the concept of the game. The, con- the concept is just like, you just take two random people and you just connect them to, like, to each other. This is way too much. Like, for them, it's easy because of Due North. And then that even makes it easier to sort of, like, transition to Regina Hall. Because, That's where I was you know, going. That's yeah. where I was going. Because Due North, Regina Hall, I finally got, got to watch all of it run together. And it's amazing. It is amazing. I hate slavery. I hate slavery. Finally got some context. Beautiful. You just heard people saying that. It's like, well, me too. I thought we all did. <laughs> you probably was just confused. Like, why are people talking about right. slavery? Did, did Donald know. Trump do something that I don't know about it? No. <laughs> Probably, but no, not, not, mm-mm, mm-mm. but no, but yeah, even going to Regina Hall. Regina Hall is another super funny black woman that no one says like, oh yeah. When I think of the funniest black women that have ever been in TV and movies, I think of Regina Hall. What? Like, she's the only funny thing about all the scary movies. Like, I think they made sure that she was in, like, quite a few of them. I think she's in at least four. I didn't really start yeah. watching them towards the end. Yeah. I remember one, two, and three. Watch four. <laughs> and then, like, her voice is so funny that I feel like that's the reason she can be so funny. Like, um, she's even played in serious roles. Like, Meet the Girls is a serious role. Where, like, she still has the same little person voice that she has all the time. She's just, like, the manager of this basically knockoff Hooters. Uh, and yeah even there like she's still kind of funny but it's still like it toes the line between like being a lighthearted person and also being the person being soul crushed by it like a job that you don't want well, she which was, she does really well yeah she was pretty much saving all them girls in there for real that's what like, I'm saying like what black face. women often do at their jobs yeah. they often have to care too much about people she was letting these girls stay at her house she was doing all this other stuff while going through a divorce from her husband oh spoilers I just told the plot of Meet the Girls, I guess. Whatever. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like, even do going through all that, she feels like this lighthearted person who's nice and makes jokes to people and says stuff like that. So I feel like she's just a really good representation for what black women were, like go through just the jobs in general. It's like you have to care too much and you still are going to get shitted on by the people you work with. Honestly, that's not even a spoiler alert. If you go into this movie thinking, hey, a black woman with a job is going to be on the screen, you know it's going to happen. <laughs> you already know what the movie's about. Like, she's going to care too much about some white person and everything's going to get messed up. But anyway, besides that, she's been in some of the funniest 
movies that have ever come out and some big movies too like she's in girl's trip which if you think about her she's a really serious character in girl's trip but she has a lot of funny one-liners in it um not even just one-liners my favorite part of girl's trip that um regina hall did just actually my favorite part is when she's talking to lorenz tate and it's very clear that she like wants to like get at him and stuff and then they're talking to each other and then she walks off and then she like comes back and says hmm like she just did like a loud <laughs> he didn't say nothing though that was the f- I, I died laughing at that part like I was laughing the whole movie but I even rewatched it because it was on HBO and I was just like I can watch Girl Ship twice and then <laughs> and then she did the hoo, and it's like why is this so funny to me but it's just like the, like her demeanor is it just makes a lot of that stuff extra funny like that's why they even have her for Dune North. That's why she's gonna be in that movie with Marseille Martin and Issa Rae, like the the little movie or what is it called? No, it's called Big. The old little. movie's called Little. Oh no, this one's little. called Little, and then the other one's called Big. Yeah, it's something. I'm watching. I don't give a fuck. I don't care. <laughs> I'm gonna look for the poster and I'm gonna point at it and I'm telling them I'm gonna go see that. You know what I'm here to see. They're gonna look at my face. They're gonna know. There's a few people like kind of just looking through all the movies that she's been in. Mm-hmm. Like she likes to work with certain people. It looks like I uh, Kevin Hart looks yeah, like she's one. Been in, yeah, because she's in the Think Like a Man movies, right? Of course, yeah. Mm-hmm. The Wayans. Yeah. Uh, who else we got in here? Yeah, and Anthony Anderson. And then she's in that show right now that we're both watching. We're both watching Black Monday right Black now. Monday. She's doing a good job at doing what she does, like being really funny, but also playing a serious character. Like, this is a character that's going through turmoil that has a lot of personal stuff going on. And she's still really, she has a bunch of funny lines that she says. It's her and Don Cheadle going back and forth, which I didn't know how much I needed to see funny Don Cheadle until I saw Saturday Night Live a couple weeks ago. And I was like, no one told me he was funny. Oh, you didn't watch House of Lies? No, I've never seen that show. I loved House of Lies. I didn't know that House of Lies had funny stuff in it. Honestly, Don Cheadle is... The same character in House of Lies as he is in Black Monday, yeah. but on cocaine. <laughs> Pretty much. I have to watch it. Pretty much. Okay. That's He's just hopped up on drugs in Did you Black see him Monday. on Saturday Night Live? I did not. You I should just, watch I saw it. the pictures of him. You should watch it. It's on Hulu. It was, every skit was amazing. And almost every skit has him in it. I will watch it later. The only skit that's not that good, that's usually really good is the Family Feud skit. Because, you know, they have family feuds where, like, Keaton Thompson, he dresses up like Steve Harvey. It was okay. It just wasn't that funny because they were trying to do an Oscar story. Oh, okay. But, no, there's a... One of the best ones is um, he plays, like, a roach that, like, steals this white man's family. <laughs> He's, like, fucking his wife and, like, playing with his kids. <laughs> Down to you? Yeah. My man. It's amazing. He doesn't and it, care. It got yeah. me ready to watch Black Monday. Because <laughs> I saw that first before I watched Black Monday. But going back to Regina Hall, who <laughs> who is the other Regina I'm talking about? Is it just like she just she just does such a great job being funny but playing the character she needs to play? Like, because even when you think about her, it's like Sometimes she's a similar character between movies like Malibu's Most Wanted. She was like kind of scamming the white boys, sort of, because she was, I forget what she was supposed to be doing. She was trying to get her money up so she Oh, yeah, so they could like scare them. It was like a, like a nail shop or a beauty shop. Probably. I think it was a hair shop. I think so. it was hair. Okay. And, she opened, and she opened it up. She fell in love with the wackest white rapper in history. I mean, well, that's funny. The thing both the Regina's have in common is they both have movies where they fell in love with white men. <laughs> Who knew that was there? Six degrees of separation. 
That's the real one. <laughs> what? All right. Okay. <laughs> but, but no, but honestly, I really feel like a thing that we need to stop doing with especially like black female actresses is making it seem like they can only be funny if they're also stand up comedians. Because like a lot of the time we made it seem like, oh, Monique is funny because she like does comedy, but she also acts. Or like Wanda Sykes, she's really good at stand up and also does this. Like we don't. Like, you can't, that's true. You can be a stand-up comedian black woman and be funny. But there's lots of black women who are ridiculously funny that need to be more funny things because they're really good at it. They have great comedic timing. Like, the things they have to say are funny and they're going to be different than what other people have to say. Like, people don't want black women to be funny. That's the problem. That's why, like, nobody would say, like, oh, you know who my favorite comedic actress is? Regina Hall. Or Regina King. It's like, but they have been some of the funniest stuff that's ever come out. Especially for black people. You know what's crazy is that Regina King did use to actually, actually used to be my favorite uh, actress. But that's what I'm saying. But you never think about her as like a comedic actress. Even though a lot of stuff I at least know her from, she is hilarious. I can't like her anymore though. That's fine. It's, it's nothing against her. She just looks like my cousin. I mean... He met a cousin that looks like Regina, like King. It's like, ah, dang it! I was just like, wow. I mean, it's well, it'd be your own family. They mess up everything. So, um, in conclusion, I feel like both of the Reginas should have a show. Yeah, and it can be called Between Two Reginas. It could be called like Regina Regina, with a theme song like Sister Sister. Yeah, like Regina Regina. Something like that. Something simple. I would watch that. I yes. would watch it. Like we it. said earlier, like if it was something like Two Dope Queens. Yeah, like it's a talk like, show. Yeah, like they would have a talk show. They'll just talk some shit. They'll have other black women come on and talk some they shit. They have so many stories just because of how long they've been in the game of acting. You know, their funniest story I know, which is the only reason I picked both of them together. I'm not the only person that mixes them up. <laughs> Apparently, like, people send them gifts for each other. Like, they'll just, like, Walk outside, get their mail. It's like, hmm, this one's for, for Regina King, but I am Regina Hall. Um, let me go call her. Hey, girl. Um, somebody from somewhere sent you some. You want me to keep it, or are you gonna keep the one that they sent you for me? <laughs> that nigga sent you another gift. Yeah. What you want me to do with it? You want this one? It might be the same one as last time, or you want to just keep mine because I don't feel like coming to your house, girl. I kind of wish they were like the best of friends, though. I wish they were. I, I just, I never want to find out that they they don't like each other. Though. Yeah. That'll hurt. <laughs> That would that would crush me to feel like I have to pick one of them, which I still won't. So you don't have to. I I'm not gonna make it. Anytime two, I find out two people I like don't like each other. It's like they ain't got nothing to do with me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know y'all in real life. <laughs> it's not like your two friends that you see every day don't like each other. You gotta pick a side. And it's like even then, that's y'all. <laughs> and yeah, that's their business. Let them live. It's like what I look like having extra business. I'm cool. I got too much business for myself to be worried about some extra business. I'm tired. And wash. Yeah. Can't handle my own stuff. That's fine. Well. But yeah, that's me. Like, I also hope that Regina Hall gets, um, like, an award for something. Because, like, did she get, we said that she got nominated for Support the Girls, right? Yeah, it, it was nominated because I know it's, like, right there on Hulu as soon as you go to click on it. But mm-hmm. I can't remember exactly what it was nominated for. I, I think she exact actually was nominated. Yeah, she was for nominated for, yeah. I can't remember exactly what what you know. I hope she wins something too. Does it? Did it? Or I should say. Oh, and then can't forget about Regina King also directing basically all your favorite black things. She directed Insecure, and then she also directed uh, a couple episodes of Scandal. Yes. Like some of the 
Like some episodes I actually like remember, remember, because I remember I would like Google them. It's like, oh, I like this episode. I know one she did was like put a ring on it. And if you watch Scandal, that would mean a lot to you. I don't um, watch Scandal. I was a hater in mm. those in those days. I didn't watch it. I just didn't like it and I never even watched it. I, was I mean, hater. to be fair, first season is really short and it's still hard to get into. After here's the thing, I did not like the first season, then it kept going and I liked it. Then I just completely stopped liking the show, but I just was so invested I kept watching it. That's Oh, and then um, she might have directed an episode of Blackish. I don't remember. I know Regina Hall was on Blackish. She played a nanny. Yes. Yeah, Regina Hall yes. was on there. I don't remember Regina King, but to be fair, like if she directed, you kept calling her nanny. I didn't like that, that and was I didn't. Crazy. I did not like that. Not just because I really like Regina Hall. I didn't like. I don't like Dre's character in general on Blackish. Can I say that? No. Yeah, you can. <laughs> I, mean, I don't. He's. He's, he's not a good dad. He's not the reason I watched the show. He's so mean to Julia. I don't want to say he's not a good dad, but he is. He's it's questionable. Like, yeah, like he does so much trash stuff, and then he has to like come around at the end. Of the episode. I don't watch TV for that. And then like I, I kind of like Bo, but then she gets on the nerves sometimes too. I honestly watch it for when Dre goes to the kids and when Dre goes to work, and he has to listen. Oh, around the white people. Yeah. yeah, because then at least he's not the dumbest person in the room. Like he's the dumbest person in the room at the house. Like, even Jack has some decorum. Like, he might not be smart, but he yeah. don't have to say dumb stuff. All I know is time. Junior dunked on his father. I remember that episode. Intense. You think they're going to give him a... You know, I think Marseille deserves a show. I think that she's yeah. probably, probably going to make her own show. She's got her own production company That's now. true. She's doing whatever she wants. She's, she's like, definitely currently, like, my favorite black Un- child star. Stackable. Yeah. Unstoppable. So, yeah, whenever we talk about child stars, like... Past or present, even yeah, she's my favorite one. Mm. Um, a close second is Little Black Boy from um, what's the Stranger? Yeah, Stranger Things. Is it Stranger Things or Shy? Oh, you made me forget about Kevin. No, I'm so sorry, Marseille. <laughs> Kevin. Okay, but that's not fair. Kevin was in Moonlight. <laughs> that's not fair. I'm just saying, I had to bring it to the table. My yeah. man, my main man, Alex was in Moonlight, so that's not fair. To be fair, he's not the best actor in that movie. You know who's really the best Chiron in, in Moonlight? Is the second one. Is the teenager. Because he does the most acting. Because think about it, like, baby Chiron almost does not talk at all. Almost never. You know, he fights his friend. Yeah. Grown Chiron barely talks ever. Yeah. I'm Who does the most? Teenage Chiron. He's going to be in like a movie too. I can't remember the name of it, but I'm pretty excited. About I'm not it. hip to anything that he's been in outside of. Mm-hmm. I think I forget what it's shine. called, but it looks good. Like, like I said, because like he's really the person who acts the most in that movie. Yeah. Like he is what got the Oscar. He's the one that, like, you know, he had the whole experience, and he's the one that we hear talk the most. He and went we through the most. Yeah, he went through the most because child, like, because teenage him has to go through what child him went through while anticipating what's going to happen to him as an adult. And dealing with puberty. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Man, that's not even fair. I know, but that's, that's what I'm saying. He had, the, he had the hardest part to play, which is why I feel like he's the best actor in it. Yeah. Now, uh, what's his name? Alex? On the shot, you know, now he kind of has to be the best actor on that show because, like, the show, it's, it's not, like, about him, but it's almost like The Wire where it's really not about nobody, but it's kind of who you want to be about. Like, if you really like Brandon, it's about Brandon. If you really like Kevin, it's about Kevin. If you really like, what's that little boy's name? Jake. You like Jake. <laughs> oh, I'm Jake sorry. Jake wants the dreads. Who? Nah. Mm. Jake might like him? 
Jake isn't bad because Jake is like one of them smart kids that just has like a hood nigga brother. What's the other kid? That was his Fat other friend's name. Yeah. Papa. Papa. That's my guy. I love Papa. Yeah. Uh, the show is about him. That's what I'm saying. It's like, <laughs> like what the show like to shot is who you wanted to be. He didn't like, there's say clearly like, like twice. Yeah, already. like there's clearly like a person who's in charge of their like part of the story. Like Brandon is the main character with his like mom and the people at the restaurant and all that. But, like Kevin's the main character with his little kid friend group. You know, that white police officer is the main character, probably when they do more police stuff. It's really kind of like, the setup, like The Wire, it's just it's a different story. It's a completely different story with a similar setup. Like, if you like the, well, I guess he, he's Latino, but it's white Latinos. I don't know who he's supposed to be. He speaks Spanish. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's also Emmett. Emmett has his, he's like the leader of his little storyline, all his babies and all that. I forget how many babies Emmett got. I think it's three. I think it's three. But they only show up at work. I think it's three. He already putting in work, man. <laughs> Selling shoes. Knocking women up. I can't wait until it comes back and I really hope Keisha becomes a bigger character. Um, Kevin's sister on the show, Keisha. I think uh, I think Keisha seems like she's a good actress. Like, the things that I've heard her do on the show, I feel like. I want to see more of you and I feel like you have a lot to say. Because you're also like, you know, you're a teenage girl trying to date a dude that got three kids. That's a story. Because that's not that strange, you know? And I'm pretty sure that he probably dropped out of high school or just wasn't in school. He didn't go anywhere. We'll have to find out. I'm pretty sure she's in school, though. We'll have to find out. I know. On because season remember, two. Yeah, because remember, she, like, walks Kevin to school and she also has, like, a book. Again. Because, like, she also is somebody I think could be really funny in the future. Because, um, remember the scene when, like, she has to, like, hide under the bed? Because, like, they was having sex with mama. And it, yeah, it's like the first episode. Yeah, it, it's like the first scene of the first episode. And then, like, the mama's like, what's your name, girl? Keisha? You hungry, Keisha? And then, like, Emma's like, no, just get out. And it's like, um, if she already knows I'm here, I might as well eat. I don't know who you think you're talking to. And that was when I was like, you know what? I see things for you. <laughs> I know nothing else about she's you. She's sensible. She is. It's if like, I'm caught, I might as well eat. Yeah. If it's she's been offered, why not? Yeah, she must not want to kill you. She wanted to kill me. She know where I'm at. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I just think along with the Reginas, we should just be like, hey, let's just let black girls be funny and do stuff. Without being comedians. Yeah, without having to be comedians. It's like everybody's not good at stand-up. Yeah. And then even people who are good at stand-up, they don't have to want to be actors. Because there's lots of, like, really funny black women that do stand-up comedy. They probably have no interest in being actresses at all. People are like, oh, you're so funny. You should be on a TV show. No, you don't have to do that shit. I say get the bread. Wait, I mean, I mean going but it doesn't matter what you're passionate about. Then it just becomes, like, something that a people check. are making you do. It just becomes a check. But then you won't be funny if you're doing it and you don't want to. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's like, that's kind of like the Catch-22. Something like that. Like, yeah, you want the money, but if you don't care about being on TV, you're never going to, like, feel like doing it. So then you're just going to be, like, dragging yourself to go do all this TV stuff that takes hours just to do something that you don't care about. I don't know. Because I can think of, like, even just people I've randomly just watched on, like, Netflix specials. Because I love watching Netflix for comedy stuff. It's like, it's nice that they post a lot more black women to, like, look different. Like, there's mixed black women. There's, like, older, younger, like, people who are a part of the LGBT community. Like, just people that you don't usually get to hear say, hey, this is a funny thing that happened to me, most likely because I'm a black woman. Because <laughs> our stories are very different than most people. Yes, indeed. And so, yeah. But go ahead. Oh, so, well. Robert Townsend. 
Robert Townsend, man. Well, first and foremost, big dog. I'm big fans of Regina King and Regina Hall. Yeah. So kudos to you. That was lovely. Thanks. Well, I do have an honorable mention. Mm-hmm. I won't go into too much detail because I feel like I don't need to. Mm-hmm. Because Clifton Powell, <laughs> all right, has been in every single black movie. He has in some way. I, Usually as like some evil man. Name me three black movies he was not a part of in some way, shape, or form. I don't want to do it. You can't. <laughs> you can't. You can't. You'll have to look at some stuff from 1957. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's where you'll find it. Because okay. in 1958, guess what? That's when he was born? I probably. <laughs> I don't know. And also, Pinky Nigga. You know what I'm saying? Again, Pinky. Friday. Like, Friday. We need, to, we need to thank Ice Cube a lot more for introducing us to some really funny people. Like, he is the reason that we even get to, like, know that some of these people were even funny. The fact, the whole, I, yeah. Yeah. We should, yeah, we should I mean, yeah. I agree. Yeah. But Clifton Powell, honorable mention, and then Robert Townsend. To me, uh, The Meteor Man is one of my favorite superhero movies. Mm-hmm. Because the, that was like the first movie I watched where a hero looked like me. Wouldn't it be nice if they just remade Meteor Man instead of making Hitchcock in the first place? Well. <laughs> <laughs> you know I'm right. Well. Meteor Man, you know, you know that might be in the works. I know some people that's trying to make something happen for the remake of the Meteor Man. Are you talking about you? No, not necessarily me. I mean, I I might be. I don't know. You never know what happened. You know, I'm not the one that's creating it. But I would, if it does happen, I think it will happen. I would like to be a part of it. I mean, why not? I I feel like you're probably going the hardest for this movie than anybody else right now. Uh, Just one other, my boy Darren. I mean, both of y'all can make it. He's, you yeah. should be Meteor Man. I think I will be. I think you should be. I think I will be. I think you are right now. <laughs> but That's how I feel about you, big dog. <laughs> but Robert Townsend, uh, just kind of, you know, researching him again. A lot of this was really because of Meteor Man. I just want to sit and talk about Meteor Man. Mm-hmm. All right. It had so many stars in there. Eddie Griffin, mm-hmm. you know, before we found out that how was, terrible he was, I mean, you know. Yeah. Yeah, but, but he was. I mean, we we know you know yeah. it is. And, but but he you know you James know, Earl Jones. Yeah, if you don't know, Google it with what? a toupee. James <laughs> Earl Jones, Robert Townsend said, "We're gonna put a toupee on you just to see." That was the fun thing about movies back in the day too. You would just see like a bunch of black people you just wouldn't even expect to even hang out <laughs> just being in the movie like, together. My man, like this is the king of the moon. Though. What is he doing in this movie? <laughs> <week? laughs> I think that um yeah that 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 movie is a, is an all time favorite of mine and um. Yeah, James, uh, Don Cheadle, mm-hmm. Isaiah Washington, um, leader of the Golden Lord's name. Cannot remember. Luther Vandross was. I forget. Luther, Luther Vandross. Robert Townsend was able to get Luther Vandross, Isaiah Washington, and Don Cheadle to play high-ranking members of a gang. This, this is what happened, and not only Meteor Man, but. I didn't know that he directed Eddie Murphy's Raw. Mm-hmm. That was pretty I remember you told me that, and I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, like he did that. He directed Bats. I didn't know that. You want to know something funny about Bats? Yeah. Well, not funny, but like kind of like a connection back to the Oscars. Yeah. The lady who, for um the the, the costumes, she, she designed the Meter same Man. costumes. No, she designed it for Bats. I don't know what she did for Meter She Man. also designed the oh, costumes she? for Meter Man. I think she designed like most black movies that have ever come yeah. out because she did School Days. Yes. She was on um Strong Black Leagues. On that podcast. Oh, on that podcast. Yeah. yeah. So she Ooh. did. Yeah, she was did. Was it after her Oscar win? It was before. I was like, 
<laughs> I felt so fancy learning all this information and hearing that she won. It's like, I just learned who you was yesterday, girl. I'm proud of you. But no, like, she she probably did it for Meteor Man, honestly. She did. Because she, oh, she did? She did. He shouted her out. Yeah, that's what that's I'm saying. That's the last one I learned about it after she won. Mm-hmm. It was like, yeah, shout out to her. She did the Meteor Man costumes. She did like, basically what? every, she did Baby Boy. Like, she's done black movies since, like, the 90s, maybe wow. the 80s. She's, every black thing you've ever seen in a movie, she probably You want to talk about a long overdue Oscar. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because like a lot of people, because she, when she was even talking about like doing the the costumes for Baby Boy, she was like, "Oh yeah, a lot of people think it was easy because you know, oh it was set in the 2000s and we were designed for the 2000s." It's like, no, we had to dress them like broke niggas from LA. <laughs> we had to do some investigating. We had to find out what kind of cheap ass shoes they be wearing. You know, people in LA love doing like you know dress socks and like dress shoes with like regular clothes. They do. Apparently, that's what they was doing then when she was designing for the movie. She was just talking about all this stuff that was very L.A. specific. Wow. Because even if you don't like Baby Boy, you got to acknowledge that's a time capsule of the movie. So you know how I feel about Baby Boy. I think I, I like Baby Boy. I hate Baby Boy. I, I, I have like hated it my whole life. I think I think, I think Tyrese is Tyrese in every single movie except I, Baby Boy. I hate Tyrese. He's Jelly. I, I hate Jelly, just like Yvette does. Yeah. Because... He ruined my boyfriend's name. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. But I just don't like, I just don't, I don't think he's a good actor. But. Well, duh, he's not but a good actor. Jody. He wasn't acting. That was the problem. That's not fair. Some, some roles are just fit for certain people. That's all I'm going to say about that. But your boy, Robert Townsend, doesn't have any major, like, awards, mm-hmm. any recognition. This is the same guy that did Hollywood Shuffle. Yeah. This was, like, the movie that really set off. The parody movies. I feel like a big thing about him, though, is that... Because Hollywood Shuffle is kind of like a parody of working in the industry. Right? As a black man. So that's what I'm saying. Like, of course, that's not going to win an Oscar. I'm just saying. I didn't say... No, but I'm not saying that, like, it shouldn't have. But I'm saying, like, I feel like to him, it was more about, like, hey, I am not making this art for someone to tell me that it's good. I'm making it because it should exist. Okay. Is basically what I'm saying. Yeah. It's like, we need to talk about how they make black people act at casting calls because that's still a thing that people do. Like, people still get asked to act blacker like when they go like try out for movies and stuff like that. People still are putting in goofy-ass things in casting calls like, oh, well, we want someone who's urban, who can, you know, have a mean demeanor. Like, okay, just say what you're saying. <laughs> you know, I just, going through this here, I remember, I, I saw one on here, I remember him being in um, Up, Up, and Away, mm-hmm. the Disney movie. Yeah. Yeah, The Bronze Eagle. Yeah. And he directed that movie as well. I think he really wanted to be a superhero. <laughs> I, why wouldn't you want to? Who, who doesn't want to be saying, a superhero? Who doesn't want to put their they knuckles on their hips <laughs> to stand for something? Who don't want to do that? You right. You know, I'm just... I'm, Right. On, like, I, I personally I don't I don't want the responsibility. You don't have to, <laughs> you don't have to have responsibilities yes, as a superhero. You do. No, you don't. Let people let one person know that you have any sort of power. Oh, you should be helping people. It's not my job. Why don't you got powers? That's my first question. Then you had to get like a costume and then put the costume on every time you want to. They made a whole movie about a about a superhero that just wasn't that was just garbage. <laughs> you know. That was oh man, I hate that suit. I hate oh. Man. And then he was maybe that's where my my disdain for Will Smith started. <laughs> Hancock, okay, because the man was legit a bum, and then a white woman had to come had to had to pretty much snap him out of his funk. What if that movie was actually a remake of Meteor Man and we just don't know? It was not. 
Maybe it was Meteor Man with a white savior. No. Like Green Book. No. I think it's. I think you're saying that Hancock is the Green Book of Meteor Man. What I'm. <laughs> this is not how I envisioned this conversation. I'm so sorry. No, you're fine. No, it's fine. You know. No. No, it's not fine. No. 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 He's. No. Which is it? No. Okay. No. I'm listening to you. I hear you. Uh, no. I see you. No. I acknowledge you. Not Meteor Man. <laughs> Okay. Whitewash your movie? If, no, <laughs> if anything, Meteor Man is, is a movie about, it might possibly be about a crackhead. <laughs> you have said this before. It really might. The dude found a flaming rock, he engulfed it some way, somehow, and then he was out, say, running around, flying around, saving people, catching bullets with his hands, and sleeping for hours. <laughs> on hours and hours and hours, almost days for real. I think he's. I think he was sleep for like three days straight. I mean, yes, it does sound like a a drug binge. <laughs> Just saying, completely random. Speaking of crack, <laughs> um, on Black Monday, I think it's so funny that they call it the cracks. Like, have you noticed that, that they they call the it the eighties man? That's a hell of a decade. Because to be man. fair, it was it was new at the time, so. I guess. The 80s was crazy, man. I, I always love when shows do that, when they do, like, throwbacks to other times. And they have to, like, oh, we have to make sure they say stupid stuff so everyone knows this is, like, 20, 30, 40 yeah. years ago. Yeah. <laughs> the cracks. Yeah. For, for, for Robert Townsend, though, of course, I, I didn't realize he directed Holiday Park. Mm-hmm. That was very interesting to me. And, then of course, he did a couple of other stand-ups for a certain individual I just would rather not name. That would never air, thank goodness. Mm-hmm. And um but of course the one the Meteor Man is always near dear to my heart, but the parenthood, I was a big fan. I love the of parenthood. parenthood. You know, is it it's, bad you know it's on stars, right? It is. Yeah. <laughs> All of them. What's funny is I know I watch this show every day, but the only episode I remember is the Stranger Danger episode. Do you remember that one? No. It's like, I think it was the daughter, or something happened, and they were basically talking about how kids should have code words for when, like, people pick them up from school. <laughs> like, so I was like, oh, you had another code word, and I can't go with you, because it was the time when people were going to pretend to pick you up from school and kidnap yeah. you. Like, it was that yeah. time. <laughs> Robert, Robert, well, my favorite episode in The Parenthood is when Faison Love went and was, like, on, like, a game show or something <laughs> like that, and he was just out there just, huh? <laughs> what is, man? Hitting the buzzer, don't know the answer, just didn't even know what to say. He hit it by mistake. He had brought a sandwich out there, was eating a sandwich on live TV, <laughs> embarrassing his entire family. And I still miss, won. I miss shows like that. Yeah. Like, I really do. Like, every, everything he does is pretty much, he's trying to relay some sort of message mm-hmm. to black people. Yeah. Some way, somehow. And then, like, with his production company he started a while back, he, a lot of the stuff, a lot of the movies that he's making now, recent, like, recently, mm-hmm. he's doing more writing and more directing than he is as far as like producing movies and making movies and acting in movies. Mm-hmm. Um, Your dreams change. Yeah, but he's also like doing a lot of stuff. Like he tells like um, like he has a movie called uh, uh, the way we play the game or something like mm-hmm. where he's a basketball coach and Stacy Richardson is uh, a single mom with like four kids and one of them is a basketball player and he, and he wanted to, he wanted her son to play ba- to play basketball for him so he ended mm-hmm. up getting with the mom falling in love with the mom <laughs> left his white girlfriend for Stacy Richardson no. which makes sense let me tell you like leaving white women for black women on 2K19 like i just Russell I, Wilson that's who i was thinking of 
I was like, that's why y'all hate him so much because y'all are cool. <laughs> I don't hate him. I'm not talking about you. Anybody that hates a man that just, le- left a white woman for a black I don't, woman. I don't think that's the reason why. They just, they don't like him because People of People love Future, yeah. That's really what it is. Future has a hive. I can't think of any other man out that has a hive. A fuck boy. That's, that's <laughs> man, I'm sorry. I mean... I, look, like Rihanna has her I, navy. Yeah, I, I just future <laughs> have his fucking. Don't look. No, it's just like for me. Like if you're a fan of his music, that's one thing. But if you are, you can't be a fan of him as a person. Like come He's on now. <laughs> like come on. Like let's. But but Robert Townsend, I I think is is long overdue for some rec, for some serious recognition. I don't know. We should make him an award. I think the biggest award, <laughs> I think the biggest award that he ever received or was a part did of was he got an NAACP. He got an He didn't get the NAACP he award. He he created a documentary for Natalie Cole, mm-hmm. Natalie King Cole, and then um or Natalie Cole, excuse me, and then um she won an NAACP award for it, and because he made the movie, you know, he was there. Mm-hmm. That's the closest he's gotten to like a prestigious award. I mean, yeah, but I think what's cool is that... He made media. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, Huey and Riley have an Oscar. The world is a place, okay? <laughs> we're, we're evolving. We are. You know. I think that's what's nice is that I feel like for a long time, like, black people just weren't on TV. It's like, we were all over TV. We were like, Family Matters, and The Fresh Prince, and Martin, and ooh, oh my gosh, before I continue my thought that I will lose because... Whatever. Um, two strong black leads, Garrett Morris's, because he talks about about um, you know, working on the Martin show and how he got fired and stuff like that. You need to hear because I didn't know. Here's the thing: I'm a bad black because <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> I didn't really watch Martin all like that. Like y'all did. I pretended I did. I didn't. I mean, I caught it when it was when I. I just caught it when I caught. It. I didn't watch it faithfully, but when, if it was if I'm flipping through the channels and, mm-hmm. and Martin was on, I watched it. Because here's the thing: I think subconsciously Martin was gonna mess up Short Men for me if I watched it, and I feel like that's what made me not watch it. Is I didn't want him to mess up Short Men for me because I had already decided that I liked people my height, and seeing him be himself on the show, I'm like, no, he's gonna ruin it. I'm gonna not. Well, you may have another chance. They're probably going to bring it back. First of all, I hope not. I hope not. They keep acting like they're going to. I think what they're actually doing, because all of them got a bunch of stuff going on, is like, um, I think they're going to make a movie. I think, because I think what they're going to do, because like, um, Tommy is dead. Right, so they're probably going to meet up at a school. That's exactly what I'm seeing for this. I think they're actually making a movie where, like, they're going to talk, like, they're going to address it by, like, they're all coming back together because Tommy's funeral. Yeah. I think Martin and Gina are maybe going to be divorced or something like probably. that. Because that's trendy. I mean, she can't stand I mean, real life, so. I mean, like, they had some Instagrams together recently, which is what I'm thinking. They're working on something. I don't see a show because Martin probably ages the worst of all shows from the 90s. Because living single ages pretty okay. Yeah. Because it's just like, hmm, men are trash. Yep. That's on brand right now. <laughs> yeah, always, the brand we is We always going to carry that, apparently. Yeah. Come on now. I mean, that's why living single works better because, like, Martin, men are trash, but a man's the main character. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, okay, so who was tra- who was the trash? We had Overton Wakefield Jones in that show. I know. That's what I'm saying. He wasn't trash. That's why the show can age. He was a good black man. He was hashtag black men don't cheat. He was a good guy. <laughs> 
He was a legit good person. Okay. Even Kyle so. wasn't that bad of a guy. Kyle was he was mean to Max, but he was mean in like a, I have a crush on you. Eh? Yeah. Like because like even on half and half, did you? There was an episode of half and half where him and Max are on it together. Together. Yeah, yeah like with the kid. daughter. Yeah, yeah, because remember she did get pregnant by him in the finale by accident. Yeah. Because like she got a sperm donor that happened to be Kyle, which is the goofiest thing that could ever happen on a TV yeah. show. And they just end up being together. Do yeah, this. it's like, even if they're not together, they have a kid together. So, he probably didn't have to child support, though. That's nice. Because he's a test, because she's a test tube baby. Well, not I, a test tube baby. She she had a sperm donor. Yeah. So, I imagine you give, what you're, like, give up your rights, unless they got married. Whatever. I'm making this too complicated. <laughs> anyway, I think it would be great if Martin had a movie. Um, maybe they could get some of the young Instagram cats in there. Uh... Get like Lala because she's on that one show. She's on Boomerang on BET. That I still need to start watching. Lala, she's the she's the skinny that? girl on Instagram. You know what I'm talking about? I can't. Mm-mm. I can't think of it. It's oh, like I'm, I'm not big. Her on name Instagram is like Lala Scissorhands. I don't remember. I like her. <laughs> I can't. Lala Scissorhands. I think that's her name. <laughs> I think that is actually her name on Instagram. You gonna be mad? I'm gonna find her and that's gonna be her name. Mm-mm. Um, Drew for everybody hates Chris is on that show. I did see that. He has not that. aged at all. Like he, it looks like he doesn't even look like he got taller. He's got a little wider. Yeah, he got that's a little wider. It. He wears suits. He's broader. We've been rewatching everybody hates Chris fans. because my son loves everybody hates Chris. It's one of his favorite shows. Mm. I have to tell him not to say so many things that they say on that show though. It's like, hey. You can't say this joke. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> My bad, big dog. I know you about to be 10 and all that, but hey, no. Man, I mean, at 10. You I know. know. Like, it, I know. It's stressful. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. It's like because he's about to be in middle school and now he wants to do all this stuff and it's like, but he still wants to be like a little kid. That's a bunch. But anyway, I think Martin and almost any reboot could be done better with a one and done movie. And it's just like, hey, I know you niggas is making money off the residuals. People watch these shows every day. Yeah. BT plays about eight Martin episodes in two minutes. A night. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, this is our state. Like, I know y'all are making some money off of this. So it's just like, why not like just have like a big thing where like, you know, Martin and Gina, they have a kid that's probably like, maybe it could be like the nigga that played Bobby Brown in the New Edition movie. He could probably be funny in a Martin-ish way. They had to play whole Bobby Brown, and that man is Bobby Brown. So, you know what I'm talking about? I know what you're talking about. I, mean, I feel Woody, like they wouldn't get like a big. I think his name Woody something. I think so. I don't know. I don't know why I just keep seeing as far as oh, like, like Martin. Mm-hmm. Who would you have as Martin and Gina's kid? Like who? What actor? Because it can't be nobody young because they old. Like somebody like goofy, goofy. It has to be somebody that's also like our man, age. This could be really way off. I keep thinking of DC Young Fly. I could see it. You know, I, I just keep it. seeing that. I can see that. I just finally watched like a couple episodes of Rail and I saw that he was in one, like the first episode. He was so funny. Yeah, <laughs> he was. But he I, was really funny. I can see him. I could possibly see I got to really think about it. I think it. I'm thinking of, I think I'm thinking him. of Woody because he's also short like Martin. Because That was my question. Like, to me, he seems tall in the movie. He's not tall. He's not tall not at all. Not tall at all. No. Mm. I think he's maybe like five nine. I just think anybody that you are attracted to, I'm just going to assume they're five you, eight you to five. You should. 5'7 <laughs> to 5'9. You should. That's where I'm going. I try to open my heart up to tall people and they just they take advantage of it every time. It's like, no, you are trash. It's probably because of your height. 
you're personality deficient because maybe that's what it is. I mean, if you're over five ten, I feel like you have a much higher percentage of being trash. I only think that because I think that sometimes, especially guys, like they lean into they okay, so they'll find out what quality in general people like, and they'll lean into that like it's a personality trait when it's not just like a regular quality. Like, if you are a guy that's six foot, and you describe yourself as a person that's six foot, you probably don't have a lot of personality, because you have to use your height to describe yourself. It's like, that's what I'm saying, like, that's like one of the first facts you can give me about you, is your height. You're probably not interested. I see, you're tall, you can reach stuff, I don't give a fuck. No, you're biased. Am I? Yes. Yes. (laughs) I'm agreeing with you. Yes. No, but I really feel like... (laughs) I feel like anybody that has something like that people find attractive. It's just like when you lean into that as like a personality trait. Like you try you basically don't develop a personality because you have this trait. Is what I'm saying. Okay. So say like people who have never been called ugly and it shows. Like you can tell people who are not made fun of in high school or in middle school. You can look at niggas and hear how they talk and you know. <laughs> That you have never been made fun of a day in your black life oh, or man. your other life, whatever. So I feel like a lot of those people sometimes they can like lean into like, oh, I've always been considered pretty or conventionally attractive. And I'm not saying that pretty people can't have personalities, but somebody had to call you ugly once you develop personality. And I stand by that. Even if it's not true, you can be the prettiest person in the world. If one person called you ugly and it hurt your feelings, you have a personality. <laughs> I'm going to have to explore it. I got to really look back into my life and see. I mean, I bet you know, if you What go, was the turning point for me? That that's got what me I'm to saying. Me. Somebody called you ugly and it hurt your feelings, and you're like, you know what? I'm going to be funny. That's what I did. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's what I did. Scientific proof right here. I, you know, okay, I'm just going to say this. You know, mm-hmm. men are about to make a comeback. Okay. 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 I'm going to lead it. Okay. I'm championing this. I'm going to champion. You're gonna champion issue. men having personality. I'm going to champion just men not being trash. I don't. You have like a couple thousand years behind. You know what? Right. I got somebody. Got to start somewhere. Okay. I'm here. You're gonna have to flip Adam from Adam and Eve. <laughs> you're I'm gonna here. have to go back. I can't go back. 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 I can't go back. I'm gonna go forward. You. <laughs> you right. You. You got to clean up a lot. You got to clean up Steve Harvey. You gotta clean up, think like a man, one and two. (laughs) Oh, one of my coworkers just found out that Steve Harvey's from Cleveland. He's devastated. (laughs) He's mad because he didn't realize, like, oh, so you mean there are people that watch TV that might think that everybody in Cleveland is just like Steve Harvey? I drive down Steve Harvey Way every day. Because this person doesn't live on the east side, so he don't even know that Steve Harvey Way is on the east side of Cleveland. So if you're ever in Cleveland, person, the one person maybe that listens to this is not from Cleveland, drive yourself down Steve Harvey Way. <laughs> be it's, careful. It's very, yeah, be careful. <laughs> they don't name streets out the black people in fun places, okay? Well, not places yeah. to hang out, and you're not from there. I mean, if you're not scared of nobody, go ahead. Absolutely. Well... That was. I think that was good. I think. Uh, I, think we're I good. like how we wrap this up. This little thing here, you know. Gotta I guess I can be okay with us not arguing. It's not fun seeing your face being wrong every week. My face is never wrong. Okay. Well, your opinions are wrong. Maybe your face. My just opinions are never wrong. How I'm can kidding. It, how can opinion I'm, be that's wrong? That's why I'm kidding. That's are why you I'm kidding? kidding. I, that, there's a little truth in every joke. <laughs> it's a little bit. It's a lot. That's fine. You're right. I don't it's mind. A lot of truth. I never mind being wrong. 
But I'm kidding. You know, there's no such thing as wrong. We literally we don't have any facts on the show. We have very uninformed <laughs> opinions. That's gonna be my segment. I'm gonna start an uninformed opinion segment before we do our it's the entire podcast. I mean, I want to have my own special. I'll okay, throw, I'll throw it in with my Cardi B facts and any facts I learned about any other person. Right. I know a lot of really useless fun facts. That was some shit that I used to really love when I was a kid. I thought I knew a lot of useless fun facts until mm-hmm. I found out the one fun fact that I was very proud of. It's not a fun is, fact. It's just a lie. What was the fun fact? Bats only can turn left. <laughs> That's such a funny fact to like be mad isn't true. It was heartbroken. We Googled it. <laughs> Wasn't true. I listened to... um a kid's podcast um, with my son and they do like a bunch of things like that where they like talk about like kids will ask questions and they'll just spend like a whole hour figuring out if it's true hmm. that sounds like something that like will be on there like that that's sounds, only turn left. that sounds like something it's a, that, it's a that you can do like a skit behind like you know how they have like the, the, they they do the skits on doing, okay. yeah, they yeah, do see. skits on it's like a kid show though, so it's like it's almost like PBS or PBS on the podcast I can give it that it's very cute that's cool I can give it that like because um, you know one part of your brain, like where you store memories, is called the hippocampus. Like that's the name of it. Okay. They literally had a skit where it was like a hippo university, it's like a hippopotamus university, because you get hippocampus. Was there a hippo professor? Me and Tyrese almost cried. It's oh, like, where was this man. show? You were children. <laughs> they, oh man, I feel like the hippopotamus professor, the hippo professor, would have like a monocle. I think so too. I feel like he had one. And, and he a laser like adjusted. Pointer. And he was teaching the other hippos about how to make memories in their yeah. brain. And how to bask in the water <laughs> in the sun at the same time. This is very important. I know. All right. Well. Anyway. With that being said, <laughs> <laughs> we're going to wrap this edition of uh, Watching Wild Black. We are. Um, again, we, we'll catch us next week, actually, because yeah. you know what? We're going to talk about we're going to talk about Black Panther again, sort of. At oh, least yeah, yeah, the yeah. Black Panther, Chadwick Boseman. It's and gonna be our like our late Black History Month episode because you know black people be late. So just uh, <laughs> can't do nothing about it. It's poetic. It is. It's poetic. Well, we get to be late. We had to be on time for slavery. Probably. We're not. We're not late. We're just extending it. Yeah. All I'm saying is, I still do believe we probably had to be on time a lot for slavery, and now we don't need to be on time ever again for anything else. That's personally how I feel. I think that. <laughs> I think that. I think we can chalk that as a fact. I think so, too. I'm going to save that in my brain. That's a fact. All right. But, yeah, catch us next week when we talk about Chadwick Boseman and our uh, and his and his <laughs> wonderful variety of uh, biopics. Yeah. Uh, he seems so. to be the you know, biopic guy. Yeah. he's Who was the biopic guy before Chadwick Boseman? Before Chadwick Boseman? I don't think he existed. Maybe not. It's Chadwick Boseman. I think the only other person that is sort of similar is just like a Morgan Freeman, just like a black man. They just like find a way to put in every single movie. <laughs> Chadwick Boseman is definitely on his way to just be, hey, is that black guy that was in maybe like 15 movies I've seen? Yeah. Because like even Don Chisel, he's like that now. Like if you watch his opener for Saturday Night Live, he's even like, he can tell by people's faces like what they remember him from. Like if they look sad, you must know me from Hotel Warren. <laughs> You need to watch I'm it. I'm watching it. It's I'm so watching it tonight. Funny. I'm watching it when I get I don't to even that. like saying I love that much no more, but when black people come, I usually watch it. Okay. Black people and John Mulaney. Those are the only time I watch that. Anyway. Okay. I love John Mulaney. Well, for uh, Indira, I'm Lorraine, and thank you all for listening to Watching Wild Black, and uh, we'll catch you next week. All right. Bye.